Welcome back, my loves. This is another and even more special than usual episode of the story behind the story, Red Thread Publishing's podcast, where we're bringing in female authors, thought leaders, change makers, and all in all, effing amazing humans. Adrienne McKeon, PhD, my darling. You are breaths away from becoming an author again, 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 again. Um, <laughs> it's not the first one. It is the next one. But you, we always talk about books. Um, every single one of them is birthing something new into the universe. No two are the same. No two processes are the same. Um, let's dig in because I always like to show up in this space both to highlight and offer value. So I'm thinking of listeners and watchers of this. They're not where you are and they're looking to you being like, someday I want to be there on the precipice. And I also wanna know what's involved to get there and the realities of it and what I can expect next. So like I said, in a minute, release your masterpiece is being released. <laughs> Talk to us about your process of bringing this book forward. And then I really wanna dig into the book business badass sort of recipe that we're playing in. My darling, take the stage, it's all you. Thank you, thank you. Yes, so much of my book is about just show up and shine exactly as you are. So here's where I am, everyone. I want you all to know that Yes, it's not my first rodeo, but you know what? It's still scary. <laughs> like That part doesn't actually change. It does get easier in a lot of ways, but it doesn't get less scary. Every time you put a book baby out into the world, especially this one is so vulnerable, you guys. <laughs> like I really lay it all out in this book. Like there's some serious kimono opening. So I want you all to understand, like, I think it actually gets more fun <laughs> to be that vulnerable. It's like almost kind of a, I'm like a vulnerability addiction, you know, addict at this point, because the more you do it, like, yeah, it's really scary when you do it. And yes, you do actually get some, some backlash sometimes, but honestly, it's so worth it that every time you do it, you just want to do it again and you want to go deeper and you want to do more. And so honestly, this process of, of this book in particular was just me going, okay, I'm really going to go all in on this whole vulnerability thing. Like I talk about this a lot and I'm just going to do it. I'm going to, I'm going to go there. I'm going to tell the story that I have not been telling about myself and about my life and about how I got to where I am right now so that other people out there don't feel alone. They don't feel like they're the freak. They don't feel like they're the weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're the only one. Exactly. Yeah, you're the weirdo. And you are weirdo. Come on in. And so the party started. Yeah. Exactly. Like all the weirdos are here and we want your weirdness with us. So this this process that I, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Chronicle, I guess, in this book. And that I lay out for you and give you exercises to help you go through this exact same process is really a process of self-discovery, of realizing who am I actually? And 
surprise, surprise, navel gazing is not actually the way to do that. (laughs) To spend all your time being like, who am I? Staring in the mirror, trying to figure it out. It's actually a process of opening. It's a process of opening up to others and giving your gifts, your true gifts, really stopping that judgment on your own desire. I think that's probably the number one thing that I want people to walk away from this book with is that your desire is sacred and it is the GPS signal that is leading you to your destiny, to what is written in the stars for you. I always point out that desire comes from the word desidere of the stars. And so your desire is not something to be ashamed of. It's not something to be embarrassed about. It is something so unique and beautiful to you. And once you actually accept your desire and start on that path toward it, that's when the fucking magic happens. <laughs> I want to draw everyone's attention. So Adrienne has a, a lot of books behind her, but the three you can see on the shelf are her babies. Can you grab your author proof there and, and show it to us? Um, because we know that cover by heart from a distance, we can see it and recognize it as that. This is the author proof because the real thing is coming out soon, but this is release your masterpiece. Um, Who is this book perfect for? This book is perfect for anyone who isn't feeling like they're fully in their creative energy. So someone who maybe doesn't think of themselves as a creative type, maybe someone who has been told you're not creative, (laughs) maybe someone who is a creative but is feeling blocked in some way, or who just isn't being as prolific as they know they can be and that they want to be. So this book is really to help anybody out there who wants to be innovative, who wants to be creating, who wants to really get the benefits of creative living. I talk a lot about creative living because it's not just creativity isn't just about, you know, writing or acting or drawing or whatever colors on Saturday afternoons. Right. It's not, it's not just about that. Creativity is how newness comes into the world and into our lives. Creativity is manifestation. Okay. It's taking an idea, a dream, something that gets channeled from who even knows where, right? Source energy, genius that's all around us. It's taking that and then transmuting it through the tool of you (laughs) into reality. I mean, it's fucking magic. Okay. That's what creativity really is. And so that's what this book really explains to you. It's how to look, get your gifts outside of yourself. And by doing that, by creatively, playfully exploring all of your gifts, you know, not just one or two, not the ones that you think the market will pay for. Okay. But really exploring all of your gifts and giving all of those gifts that's when you really start to find out, ah, here's who I am. Here's what I want. Every time I hear someone say, I don't know what I want. I laugh a little bit because that to me, the biggest lie, right? Like that to me is the thing that we tell ourselves when we know exactly what we want, but we think it's not possible. We've tried. It's not socially acceptable. We've tried once we failed. 
or we think it's not good enough. We think it's not, you know, we think it's too selfish. We think it's too whatever, right? It's too, it's too much to ask, right? This is my favorite when somebody's like, oh, I know what I want, but it's too much to ask. Okay. This is the fucking universe we're talking about here. Okay. That's like going to the greatest chef on earth and saying, you know, I'm really craving a grilled cheese sandwich, but you probably can't do that. That's probably too much for you. Excuse me. Like, don't insult the universe like that. The universe loves to show off and it wants so much for you, right? I think you once said, if you want a rose, the universe wants a rose garden for you. Like it wants to spoil you rotten, okay? So let it, let it spoil you. But to do that, you have to just loudly and proudly exclaim, this is my dream. This is what I want. And y'all, here's what my dream is. I want each and every one of you to shine, to start showing up and shining exactly as you are. And that's why I created everything that I've created, the book, the course, the mastermind, the be a doer, uh, you know, the doer decks, all of that stuff, everything that I create. It's just because I want you to live your life lit up from the inside. That is what Every time I have a conversation with someone and I see that little light go on behind their eyes, you know, the one, you know, the one Sierra, right? Yeah. When you have that ripples out and you can feel it, even though like we are sitting, we look like we're sitting next to each other and there's like 14,000 miles between us, but then it like hits you like a wave. That one. Yeah. I know that That one. one. That's why I do everything that I do because everyone deserves to feel that all the time time. And you can, I promise you, you can, there are moments where you'll be like, I have no idea what I'm doing and everything I've done is stupid and everybody's going to hate it. And nobody's going to buy this book. Like, yeah, you will definitely have those moments. And then a few moments later, you'll be like, but wait a second, wait a second. I have evidence (laughs) that contradicts this. Wait a second. is not like wait a year or a decade. We, when you're, this is one of the things that I, I just, when you're in this space with yourself, we're more like children, right? Children are in this space and they feel all things, but they go from thing to thing, to thing, to thing, to thing. Adults were like, no, no, I don't want to feel, but I'm going to stay here for a really long time. Right? It's like molasses for the soul. Um, healing but- is healing, my friends. The only way out is through. <laughs> Um, you've referenced it already, and I just want to draw everyone's attention to what's happened in the birthing of the book. You've built a whole new business that expresses and shows up and shines and supports people in lots of different ways. Um, it's sort of a two-part question, so dance with it as you will. But what was that experience of, of birthing the business? I'm sure that you were following your own technique in this process. Um, but talk about the, the journey of creating an, a relatively new business, a totally new business, and, and what that transformation has been like, because you're not done, right? We're at the beginning, always. Um, and, and what it's been like for you to show up and, and watch this transformation for other people. Absolutely. Well, first of all, I have to give a major shout out to Red Thread here because honestly, this business would not be where it is right now if it wasn't for Red Thread. 
100% I have to say that because when I first, you know, wanted to publish this book, I really was just thinking about the book. And I think a lot of you probably can relate to this. It's just this feeling of like, I have this book. I want it to be published. Okay. That was the end for me. And then we started having these conversations and I started to realize like, wait a second, what are they going to do when they're done with this book? Then what happens? I've gotten them all fired up and excited about this transformation. And then that's it. I don't have anything else for them. And so I started to think about, okay, well, what, what else can I do? Like (laughs) that famous line, what else can I do? What else can I do for them? And so I started to create all this other stuff that was like, oh, when I was stuck in this place, right? And you'll read about this in the book, when I was stuck in that place, bawling my eyes out on the roof of the Qualtrics building and thinking- Could be the beginning of every chapter, right? When I was stuck every chapter. when I was stuck there, (laughs) when I was stuck again, when I got again, again, stuck. When I had my tower moment and my life, you know, went to shit and everything burned down in front of me. And I thought that this was the end. It actually was the beginning. And, you know, let's go to that moment. There I was, I was bawling my eyes out because I was pretty sure that I was about to lose my job. And yeah, I was, (laughs) it took a couple more weeks after that, but yes, that was the moment that had sealed my fate. And I was in fact about to lose my job. And I was looking at this and going, I don't want to be doing what I'm doing. And so I was relieved in a way, but also horrified that like, what does that mean? What does that mean? Because it means that if I lose this job, I don't want to get another one of these jobs. And what does that mean for me? And what does that mean for my family? And how can I move forward from here? Because I've put so much sunk cost into this career now. And I know that everyone who's listening can relate to that moment of like everything that I thought that I was is falling apart in front of me. And what now? But of course, that is the moment where we have that opportunity to go back to, well, what do I really want? And this was actually the magical question that my boss at the time asked me. He said, what do you really want to do? And I was not prepared for that question. <laughs> I was not. I want to pay my bills. I just exactly. want to pay my bills. Exactly. But underneath that, I want to survive. So much more. Yeah. You're but right. underneath of that, of course, I'm a creative, right? Like, and I want to create. I want to be creating what I was put on this earth to create. And I finally stopped, you know, hiding my brownies, as I say. Like, you know, you you bake this beautiful thing. And you're like, oh, nobody's probably going to want this. Like, I'll just, you know, I'll just keep this in the kitchen. Right. And if somebody smells it and they ask me about it, then I'll bring it out. (laughs) You just get like a waft of like, is that brownies in there? Oh, why? Yes. Would would you like you a magical creature too? Right. Like, stop hiding your brownies, you guys, like bring them out of the kitchen. Okay. The world needs them. The world needs your gifts. Somebody out there is waiting for your story to save them from what they're stuck in. Or even if your story is just funny, okay? People need to laugh. People need to be playful. They need to get back into that playful mindset where they realize that this is not the only way, that there are infinite possibilities. 
And so the process of this book and the process of this business is the process that I'm describing here, which is the process that I'm talking about, which is the process of creativity. Okay. It's the, it's the doer cycle, as I call it. It's just showing up, dreaming of what you really, really, really desire. Okay. Organizing those ideas, adding your own spin to whatever inspiration has given you, right. Putting your own little mark on it, then pouring it out with no judgment, just because it was given to you by things beyond you. Okay. It's not even your place to judge it. That's just rude. <laughs> Don't let the gift, gift horse in the mouth, just let it out, release it, release it, release it, and then revise it, then iterate it, share it with people, get feedback and make a little change, make a little change, make it a little bit better. Repeat. <laughs> That's the whole shebang. And that's what I've done with this business. You know, I I just started putting stuff out there and saying, hey, what do you think of this? And then iterating based on the feedback that I got. I was doing the thing that I think so many people do, which is I thought that I had to build everything first. I thought I had to build out everything, the website and the book and the course and everything else, and then do a big launch and then it would be like magic and and it because i built it they would come it don't work like that and and that that thinking and then acting on that thinking sets us up for huge disappointment which is then devastating drains our energy it's really hard to come back from yes. instead of the mvp like the minimum viable product yeah. one little thing and you know, we want to be great. We want to be perfect, but that's not how we get there. Right. And we just have a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all coin comes from conversation. Okay. So like, just have a conversation with someone about it. If you have an idea, right. This is why I created the innovators guild. This is what it's for, for people who are like, Hey, I have this idea and just bounce it off of people and get their feedback right away before you even do anything. Get out of your own head. Get out of your own head. Yeah. Don't sell shares and stocks in the thing until you've, you know, (laughs) rolled it around a little bit. I love it. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I want you to sift through the last nine months or the last year of your journey personally and all these people that you've now called in. Okay. And and consolidate it into not one nugget, because I know there's lots, but what's one thing that bubbles to the top of like this, I wish I knew, I want to remember over and over again, and I want to give this to people who aren't quite where I am now. And six months from now, when I'm not right where I am now either, I need it again. What, what's the thing that, that shines for you? Right now? Okay, I'm, I'm getting a little verklempt here. It is not all on you. That is the most important thing that I have learned. That every time you think, oh, this is my, I have to figure this out for myself. This is all on me to do. This is all on me to fix. No, it's not. No, it's not. We are here for each other. And source energy is always here for us in the form of that little voice in the back of your head, not the critical one, okay, that says, don't do anything. It's too scary. No, that one's not little, right? That, <laughs> that one's, one's not a little that voice. That one's a big that one's voice. A super loud voice, yeah. 
But when you calm that voice, then you can start to hear that other voice, that voice of your intuition, that gut feeling that you have that pulls you toward things like a freaking magnet and goes, I want more of this. I want more. Listen to that. Listen to that little voice that says, I want more of this and go toward that thing. Okay. And don't worry about the how. Don't worry about the how. Okay. Trust that it will happen and you will find the people that will help you and then let them help you. Let them help you. Ask for help when you need it. Ask for support when you need it. Reach out. And yeah, it's scary. And yeah, sometimes you will be disappointed at who does and does not show up. Okay. That will happen. But at the same time, it is magic just to do that. The bravery that it takes and the and and feeling so good about yourself after you are that brave is worth it. It is worth it. Amazing. I need that to be a little ringtone on my phone. <laughs> Bravery um, is worth it. It's not all on you. Um, so as, as our listeners probably already know, Red Thread does, you know, write, publish, impact. And it's recently come to me through this constant sort of re-looking the book, the business, the badass, right? From where I'm sitting, having a little fangirl moment, from where I'm sitting, you are, and actually the reason we're friends is because when I met you, you were already a badass, right? And watching what's happened in the last year, it's, again, it's, it's not a destination, that badass, that business, that book, it's not one and done, right? It is a cyclical experiential reinvention again and again. And every time I say that, there's a part of me that like rubs against the old story that should be like, it's, there's a part, that story that's like, no, you should just be able to get it done and be this thing and like done. But that's not how I've lived or experienced. That's not how Red Thread has come into being and like continues to grow. And it's, it's not how our authors are becoming and re-becoming again and again, the yeah. leaders and the, the women of impact that they are, that it's not this one time thing. You said it already of like, that story forces us to, do all this work and often sort of fail and collapse, right? Um, yeah. I, I say all the time, I think the only way to fail is to stop now. But um, the iterative, just keep showing up, keep yes. exploring, keep digging in because we are different and we are growing. But I wanted, I wanted to say, and then I want you to leave the audience with whatever you wanna say, I see, so the badass in me sees and honors the badass in you. <laughs> Can that just be a red thread thing from now right, on? Right, it's, I'm taking my yoga life and I'm spinning it on its ass. The badass in me sees badass and honors day. the badass. Badass day. <laughs> badass day. Badass day. Okay, we've just coined 
the best word ever. <laughs> ever. You are here to witness the birth of the Badass Day Revolution. Badass Revolution. Day. day. <laughs> what do you want to leave us with, my darling? That gave me chills. Me um, too. <laughs> this is your moment. You've got lots of them, but on the precipice of birthing a book in this early stage of birthing your business, what do you want to say for yourself or, or leave our audience with? <sighs> I want to say that that felt amazing. And I want everyone out there to remember this moment. And when you are at that, at that low point where you think my stuff is shit and nobody wants it, somebody out there is looking at you like that. Somebody out there is honoring the badass in you and wanting to be more like you and, and to be where you are. Okay. We forget how far we have come already. We forget because we're so focused on looking ahead at what still hasn't happened and that we want so much. And that's important. It is important to be in your desire, right? But at the same time, we have to celebrate, okay? You have to celebrate. I just came up with this yesterday, which is co-create, innovate, collaborate, iterate, and celebrate. And that is the cycle but we forget to celebrate so often. I have for my launch party. Okay. I've got a bottle of champagne <laughs> and I've got this uh, envelope that I'm going to open. I wrote myself this letter. Remember when I did this, I wrote myself this letter for when I became a best-selling author. Okay. And it already happened before this, before I even went lot, you know, before the book even launched officially. And so I am going to open that envelope and read that letter at my launch party. And I really encourage all of you to do that, to write yourself a letter for when you reach that moment of, I did the thing <laughs> that I set out to do because there's always going to be another thing. And when you get there, then you're focused on the next thing and you forget, wait a second, I did the thing. I just did the thing. Okay. So celebrate. I wanted to be. Yeah. 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 I love that. I remember that we did that, but I've forgotten it. I think it's, it should be something that every author does. Um, yeah. I started a book yesterday. So I, you know, there's this hope, this dream there. Right. And every time we show up for that dream, we're bringing it forth. But if we can't show up once it's there, then we've stopped dreaming. Yeah. Congratulations on all that you have done. Congratulations on all that you have yet to do. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing some time with me, for bringing your gifts forward and for showing everybody the pathway. It's amazing. Badaste. Badaste. Adrian's book is available for pre-order at the time of recording. And if it's already out in the world, by the time you hear this, go grab yourself a copy, check in on the show notes and all the goods on Adrian and everything that she's bringing will be there. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>